We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we're for the people of Missouri. We're for brewmasters, stockbrokers, beauty queens, and truck drivers. Whatever you do, if you're a Missourian, we're for you. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we've got Missouri covered. Welcome back to the Border Patrol Sports Radio 810 WHB. You know what? Gary Dieter doesn't want to answer his phone, then we'll play an interview. I'm not playing with him. I'm, I'm a little disappointed in his uh, his effort and attitude on Super Bowl whatever. week. I mean, this is this is Super Bowl week, man. He doesn't care. Sherm cares. He'll be here in a little bit. Jake, you want to move on? Play an interview? Or are you going to sit there on the fence? I'm going to ride this fence. I make decisions, buddy. All right. How about just saying I'm good? <laughs> You're making decisions? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Here you on the okay, hang it up. Ready? Let's just sit and relax and listen to Trey Smith. That was a fun interview. Oh, yeah. Okay? Uh, and then by that time, Sherm will be here, and maybe Gary Dieter will actually answer the phone. We'll see. Sherm, if you're listening, uh, we understand you have to take your kids to school, but we we have no excuse for Gary Dieter right now. He's in the doghouse. Uh, yesterday, we didn't have a chance to talk. Uh, he was a little bit more talking to Kadarius Tony, one of our favorite players to chat with. Uh, and a man that needs to have a big game on Sunday, and he will. Chiefs offensive lineman Trey Smith. Play it, Jake. What's up, Trey? How you doing? Good. How you doing? Uh, doing great. So one of the things we think that has been great about this Super Bowl is the fact that you guys uh, are using the Raiders facility and in their locker room. Do you, uh, do you enjoy that at all? Yeah. Um, they have a very nice facility, and, um, you know, just being a – uh, historic rivalry between both these organizations. It's been uh, pretty cool to see how the other side operates to a degree, you know. Yeah, they ain't using it, so why not? That's right. That's all right. So, hey, let me tell you, we're taking a lot of joy in this. But, but so, so now we talked to Creed, and we asked him about when you guys went to the KU game. And you were swag surfing, and he said you had the best best swag surf. You're the best dancer of the offensive lineman. Is that true? That is absolutely not true. Oh, wow. Just, you know, Creed's just saying a bunch of stuff. Probably the best dancer would be Wanye Morris, though. Okay. Uh, All right. Yeah, I recruited Wanye out of uh, when I was at the University of Tennessee. So, you know, I know Wanye well. He's always dancing, bebopping around, but... Creed was holding on to me in that swag shirt for dear life, though. <laughs> See, I, I, I'm seeing some pushback every time, like it goes. It, you know, they show Chiefs fans. Some of us maybe are not the best swag surfers, but we want to get involved. Are you okay with us butchering the dance, or like, how, where, where do you come down on that? See, I'm not a great dancer anyway, so I'm probably butchering it a little bit myself. But <laughs> okay. no, I take no problem with it. You know, that's something that. We sort of want to adopt moving forward is like a little bit of a game day tradition. People are having fun with it. I say do it. You know, let people have the fun they want and enjoy the game. We have Trey Smith on. Trey, th- this this looks like it's going to be a very physical game. Uh, the 49ers have an excellent front seven. Tell me a little bit about the way the offensive line has been playing. You guys have been terrific in the postseason. Uh, just tell me what you guys have to do to be successful on Sunday against the Niners. Yeah, you know, they're a very talented front seven. Um, a lot of very talented players at the line up front that we have to sort of negate what they do best. Um, it's going to be a challenge on Sunday. Um, you know, a lot of these big-time games, you know, they're always one of the trenches and the guys up front. And, you know, the, the further you go in postseason, the better the competition level is. And, you know, the game is won by the bigs up front. Coach Reed says it all the time. 
So, you know, on Sunday, we just have to go out there and execute, you know. For, uh, Coach Heck, uh, Coach Matei, they do a fabulous job in terms of giving us ready week in and week out, unexpected looks and various fronts that we can't expect on Sunday. So, you know, it'll be a challenge up front. We're ready for the challenge. It's going to be a very physical game. Uh, hats off to the 49ers, though. They're a really great uh, group of players and a really great front seven, and they're a really great organization as well, but we'll be ready to go. Hey, how is this whole experience different, being at the craziness of Super Bowl week this time around since you've already done it before? Um, it's interesting because you just sort of know what to expect to a degree. Um, for me, you know, it's my second Super Bowl in three years, which is insane. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm really soaking it in, not taking anything for granted and just trying to enjoy the moment. And you know, my family gets here, enjoy it with them as well. But, you know, to seal it off, you got to get that win on Sunday. Okay, so I saw on uh, opening night, uh, Guillermo from Jimmy Kimmel was there talking to you, and you autographed his stomach. Is that the first stomach that you've had a chance to autograph? Yeah, that is the first stomach I've ever autographed <laughs> in my life. Yeah, uh, Guillermo's cool, though. I remember watching Guillermo a lot as a kid and watching him growing up on TV. Jimmy Kimmel, correct? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. watch him on Jimmy Kimmel, man. He's always hilarious. So uh, when, he, when he popped up, I was like, oh, I know you, I know you, I know you. But no, it was a it was a fun experience, man. I mean, you're used to it because you've been to the Super Bowl before. But moments like that, isn't that kind of crazy? That, like you said, a guy that you watched when you were a kid growing up, and there he wants you to sign his stomach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a wild moment, man. But uh, like I said, I'm not taking anything for granted. I'm just trying to soak in the moments, man, and, and just enjoy the experience. Have you been starstruck by anybody? Have you met any celebrities? You're like, oh damn, I can't believe I just met that person. Nah, man, I don't really feel that that much anymore um there was i think miles teller he's an actor yeah. in uh, whiplash yeah. my favorite movies apparently he was walking around so i hate that i missed him but no you know this year not not as much i know last year i met sugar sean o'malley ufc fighter oh yeah uh bruce buffer this year that was really cool getting to meet nice. him really nice dude so hey well, well, one more question i wanted to ask you you guys practicing pads and out in the rain one one day up there uh tell me a little bit about that and, and the decision to do that and how you think it might have helped yeah you know i mean ultimately we're going to do what coach Reed tells us to do and what he thinks is best for the team and you know honestly you think about it we haven't played a padded game about a week and i mean if you go without pads for two weeks straight without hitting anybody so you know making sure we have that feel of physicality whatever it takes and making sure we're, we're sharp in tune with what we need to do on the field so no problem with it whatsoever i'm just a soldier man directing me in the battlefield let's get it going that's right and, and the mm -hmm. final thing you know baltimore it seemed like all season long bullied opponents but it felt like you guys went in there and bullied them uh, you know, for an offensive lineman, that's got to feel great that you're going out there and you, you've you been showing that you're the tougher team and you're going to have to do it again on Sunday. Yeah, man, you know, at the end of the day, football is football. You know, they built their brand on that. And uh, at the end of the day, you know, it's any given Sunday. Anyone can show up and play. You might not be the most talented team. You might not have all the, you know what I mean, all the recognition, et cetera, et cetera. But what matters is who's going to give their all to play in, play out, who's going to hit harder, who's going to sustain longer through the game. And, uh, you know, hats off to the Ravens organization uh, team. They had a heck of a year, a heck of a season. But, uh, you know, ultimately we came in there with a totally mindset just to get it done. Um, again, it doesn't take away from them as players. We just, you know, 
we just came out there to ball, man. Um, and they had a lot of great plays out there too, as well. But you know, it was a fun, it was a fun game. Um, Baltimore, Baltimore's crowd, the home atmosphere, pulling up to the stadium. Um, that, that's fun, man. That's what football is all about, being able to get to win, AFC Championship dove, and here we are back at the Super Bowl. Back at the Super Bowl, one win away from back-to-back championships. Go kick that ass and bring that title back to KC. <laughs> Hi, my man. Hell yeah. Yes, sir. Go do it. That's Trey Smith. That is Trey Smith. And if you're looking for just um, a look, hey, look, you root for the player on the field and what they do on the field, right? But if, if if you're looking for just a great guy to root for off the field, just a genuinely nice guy that's fun to talk to, that's that's you know got his head in the right place, you know, it, Trey Smith, he's such a uh, yeah, I call him kid. Yeah, he's a man, but to me, I mean, yeah, I mean, compared to to right, us, <laughs> right? He's such a cool dude, and he. He's one of those guys that when you interview him in any sport, you you get a feeling um, from from different guys like who genuinely appreciates where they are and doesn't take things for granted, right? And you think about what his path was, all the talent in the world where he should have been, you know, picked at least in the second round or so, mm-hmm. right? But he, but he had the health issues that dropped him all the way down towards the end of the draft. And so then right there, that'll give you a chip on your shoulder, and that'll give you something to prove. And, look, when you're a sixth-round pick, seventh-round pick, you don't have a guaranteed spot, especially when you go into a really good team that has a good roster. And you remember when they brought him in, that was in response to what had happened in the Super Bowl against Tampa. And so they went out and brought in Joe Tooney. Then they spent the second-round pick on Creed Humphrey. Then they drafted Trey Smith. But they also remember they also brought in Kyle Long. And Kyle Long was supposed to be the other guard and hold that spot until, you know, just to see if Trey Smith. Because not every team gave him a clean bill of health and, and felt like he was draftable, right? Look how many teams passed on him for five, six and a half rounds. And so he comes in here with nothing given. Nothing promised, but right off the bat at training camp, I remember being up there after after rookies and injured players reported. And if if you just didn't know and said, "Hey, which offensive lineman do you think the Chiefs picked in the second round?" you would have immediately gone Trey Smith. <laughs> and you know, Creed looked good too, but just like Trey Smith looks like a Mack truck walking around, and he played like like right off the bat. Yeah. And so it was one of those things where, like the first week, like, so could he, I mean, he's, he's going to make the team. Could he battle for a starting spot? And by the end of the training camp, it's like, oh, he's starting. And then there was never a question. <laughs> yeah. Right? And then Kyle Long had his injury. And then by the time Kyle Long came back and could play, well, that's, Spot was gone. It was done, right? Yeah. And I just want to remind people that there was it was all up in the air. It wasn't initially the plan that he was going to start right away. But my God, he came in there with the right mindset. Came in that didn't 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 talk much. Just put his head down, worked his ass off, and grabbed that spot and has not let it go since. And so and now you get a chance to talk to him 
and he's always willing to talk, but he's got such a good nature about him. But the thing I also like about him, you've seen this on the field, and you see it up in training games, he's got a friggin' mean streak. Yeah, yeah. And you, and you watch him in some of these games, he gets nasty. Anthony Sherman's just joined us, and we're talking about Trey Smith because we played our interview he's with dog. him. Right? Dog. Because he's one of those guys that, you, you, off the field, soft-spoken, nice, laughing, always... You know, he goes out, always gives glory to God, and just is such good natured. But then you see him, and he becomes a different guy on the field, and he's an ass kicker oh, on yeah. the field, right? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what you want as an offensive lineman. I mean, a lot of those guys right now that they have are are like that. They're they're guys that you can run into at the grocery store and have a great conversation with, uh, and then see him completely steamroll someone and and show you that he did it and. and continue that the entire game which I, I love watching this O-line I love watching him play um, I just wish I had played with him because I think we could have had some fun together because like him and Creed again great guys they're mean they got that they got a little edge on the field it always want. blows my mind how they how offensive linemen seem to be able to flip that switch I remember seeing that with Will Shields back in the day like this really gentle natured guy you know soft-spoken and 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 then all of a sudden, just like looks like a completely different human being when, yeah. when he's out there on the football field. Well, they understand their role. They're they're essentially, you know, the, the family protectors, and they go out there and, and do whatever they have to to protect the guys that, that carry the ball. Allegretti's that same way too. Oh I, yeah, I enjoy talking to him. Oh yeah, he's... and just like playing that that interview, um, you know, of him on the field after the SC championship game, and he just he can't keep it. He's he's crying yeah. because he's so emotional. What a great guy! But on the field, he there's no, a, he's a big old right? baby. But it, uh, <laughs> during during the uh, in between those lines, he he's a different dude. He uh, he's a great guy, but he he is a uh, hell of a football player. And, and he's I mean, shoot, he's been been in the league for what six years now, and uh, he's found his way onto the field for the Super Bowl. So it'll be fun to watch. Let me uh, get a ruling from you here. This is you know you you know plenty about game plans. Yeah. Here's here's what the game plan was. Really, so I was told by my offensive coordinator in there. Like, okay. I, I, I don't, like, I don't, you know. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm just trying to, I can't, I, I don't know. It. This yeah. is what I'm told. Yep. Okay. He comes in here all business-like. He's got everything, you know. But that's, got I mean, you, now, I, I don't know if we're, typed, typed see, we've here. already started, I don't think he's ever business-like. Yeah. But the, but just, <laughs> I love him. He's, he's a no, different kind of business. Just don't think yeah. he's there's, like, there's like five minutes, like 5.55. <laughs> Okay. Right before the show, oh, yeah. I can so be bring serious. me this. I'm serious. And guy. He, this is what it says. Okay, it says Dieter and Sherm. Garrig on phone. Sherm will be late in the studio. And then he comes in because if, if that's not enough, he goes, "Hey, so what you know? Sherm, let me know. He's got to drop his kids off at school. Then he'll be in." I said, "Okay, great." Yeah. So we're going to start off. Garrig is going to be on the phone to start things off, and then Sherm will be in. I said, well, why is Gary going the phone? So I don't know. He's like, okay, fine. But that's that's the game plan. Oh, I can tell you why. What's that? He's in Vegas. Okay. Oh, he's in Vegas. Well, that's fine. But And that's fine. Maybe he's fine. Maybe he found Lebo. But that's fine. Okay, but the game plan's him on the phone. Now, you tell me what we do here. Three calls to Gary Dieter, no answer. And a couple of texts. I mean, and a Vegas. couple of text messages. You think Vegas. he's up? Well, I don't know. What's, what's your ruling here? He, he He's the one. He could have very easily said, you know what? I'm not going to be available. You guys talk to Sherm. Yeah. He said. I know. I saw the text. Yeah, yeah. we're in the group text. He's it says, I'll, I'll be on the phone. Then, I I gotta mean, call, he said, I got to call in. Has he even gone to bed yet? I said, we yeah, don't I'm know. asking you, what do you think? What do you think is going on here? 
I, you know, in your humble opinion, it's funny because I, I, I bet you he broke his phone. <laughs> oh yeah, that's happened before. It's it? happened before. Yeah, and the way here he always time. says he he blamed your truck, but it was my truck that did it. Yeah, he didn't, uh, he, didn't yeah. Like, he didn't like what your truck was made out of. Apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He yeah. broke his phone. He broke his iPhone on it. Um, no, I mean, I, listen, I I haven't talked to him. I don't know. I, I uh, maybe we'll try to give him a call. How would you handle break. this? If this was a practice that he didn't show up for and wasn't answering his phone, how would you handle that? Well, I was the, I was actually in charge of that for a, a, a while. Well, with, what would with you the do? Special teams guys. I was the uh, the tax collector. Okay, so then let's let's hear it. What, um, well, you know, he uh, he's made a commitment to this group, right. and uh, he's he's let us down. Right. I mean, it's the we're we're getting ready for the Super Bowl, and he's he's let us down. So he let you down. Yeah, no, not not me. Oh, I mean, of I, we could, he did. I mean, I'll have fun with you guys. All, all he's going to do is come on here and just start yelling at Nate. He yeah. let all four okay. of us down. Now he did. I mean, so I would yeah. say, I would what say, kind of a fine are we looking at here? We're you know at least at least three fifty. Okay, yeah, that's good. Three fifty. Yeah. Now predict what he will because he won't. I don't think he'll just say, "Oh, it's my bad." What will he blame it on? You say the phone. Uh, he broke his phone. Will he blame Nate? Will he blame Jake? Will he blame you somehow? Like, uh, what, 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 will, what will he blame? He'll blame his phone. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't. He didn't set his alarm. He's okay. still sleeping. His phone was on silent. I'm going um, time, and then time zones. He's blaming the time. He'll zones. blame the time, but he'll also blame Jake because he'll say he'll, he's tried to call. Mm-hmm. He called you back a couple of times and he couldn't get well, through. I right. left evidence. So which, I left, no, I left which a is, voicemail. Yeah, like, which is not the case. But he'll 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 go with that one. Okay. Even if he's like, I don't have any missed calls. Like you have, I left you a voicemail. Yeah, but you. Some said, people like, just can't handle Vegas. I mean, you know, Vegas on a Super Bowl week too. Might I said, just be, listen, know. buddy. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He he, uh, he's more responsible than this. It's surprising. I'm disappointed. I mean, we had some in depth conversations uh, over the last week. That's why I thought he you said that. Good, I thought you had a good handle on him. I, I thought I did too, man. I, I let myself down. I yeah. let you guys down. That's well, what you honestly, did. he, I. It's funny because we can say, I mean, I'll say this now, like, you know, I think week two of you being in the studio with us, I was like, hey, we should get Jake on the show. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, yeah, we just we got to feel him out first. I got to I got to figure out if, he, if he's one of our guys. Figure it out. And I'm like, dude, I think he's, I think regardless, I think he's going to be a great a guest. Yeah, I so I, so <laughs> then he goes, dude, we need to have Jake on. I'm like, buddy, I said this a month ago. Listen, <laughs> Listen Sherm. I get clicked. I've Sherm. known him for over 20 years, and I'm still feeling him out. <laughs> I, I'm still trying oh. to figure him out. I don't know. Yeah, you don't, I don't know. know. But I, I have no that's idea the best what's part going of on. having every being friends with him. It's yeah. like. You just don't know. So if you're waiting you for something to click, that ain't happening. No, I said it t- two weeks in. I said, we got to get him on. Yeah. And now well, now he's come around to it. Well, but yeah, who knows? Good luck with that. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. All right. Well, let's take a break and regroup. That's fine. We have Anthony Sherman. Just, you know, he follows the game plan. That's yeah. all. And then we have uh, Lebo sent back. Uh, got a nice little clip of Dave Tobe talking about you. Oh, here. all right. Let's oh, that. Oh, great. Yeah. Lebo asked uh, Dave Tobe about you guys. Uh, we'll take, pot uh, out there, yeah, let's, let's take a break and we'll find out what. Uh, he was during the pot the other day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, during media oh, night. Oh, well, he went to Willie. He went to Willie and asked him the same questions Nate did. And, and luckily, Willie learned. He but. acts like he does it, but that's absolutely what he does. You know, he you give him the smallest spoon, he'll stir the biggest pot. That's exactly right. We will uh, take a break back after this on WHB. Welcome back to the Border Patrol on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Thank you so much for joining us, Stephen St. John. And uh, you like that, Jake? I updated everyone on Garrick's status there on X. 
Stephen St. John, Nadia Katie, and uh, the sausage, Anthony Sherman. Derek was also a no-show for the Big Steps Toward Cancer Prevention Pickleball Tournament. Uh, he blamed that he blamed that one on Jake, said Jake bailed on him, and he couldn't find another partner. Is that true? Did I bail on him? I For some reason, I thought it was Saturday. I couldn't do it for Sunday. What? Well, so when he asked me, I said, I said, I, th- I think I got to find out. And then I walked in there and I asked you guys, is Saturday or Sunday? You guys would have gotten smoked by uh, Kelly Aldridge and Dave Borchard, who won the thing. I believe that. Um, Dave is the man. And, and so is, and Kelly is the woman. I don't know Kelly. Uh, so. She's amazing. And all the folks she's said. She's the woman. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Chicken and Pickle is an awesome place. They do amazing uh, work for charity events. They made. The whole process, super easy for our foundation. We didn't have to do that much work at all because they ran the whole thing. We raised a lot of good money for charity, so I can't thank Chicken and Pickle enough, even though Gary Dieter no-showed us. Wow. Yeah. That's Kelly, kind of a theme Kelly's right Kelly's now. pretty good. Kelly's pretty good. Hmm. Yeah, it is. It's a trend here, you know? You're spiteful. Yeah. I appreciate everything that Chicken and Pickle did. I just like to give Gary a hard time. Okay, so... Let's get into this uh, this game again. You face some of these players from the 49ers uh, in the uh, Super Bowl down in Miami. Um, and some of those guys will still be there, right? Yeah. Bosa, Bosa yeah. is, is the is the one constant. Yeah. So how, how, how does he measure up with some of the other, you know, defensive stars you guys have faced? Yeah, no, I mean, listen, he's a, he's a great rush end. Um, he's physical, he's relentless, but, uh, that's one guy. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of other weapons that the chiefs have and ways to try to neutralize him as much as possible. And, and it's really tough to be the one, I mean, they have some decent pass rushers, but for him, he's the, he's the sole guy. If you shut him down, I don't know how much they're going to be able to get to, to Pat. What are, what are some of the things that you guys did to try to slow him down? In yeah, the- just chip. Be aware of where he's at. If if you've got protection, you know, check quick and, and get out and, and make sure we chip on the way. There'll be added chips, and that's and that's when a, a running back is is uh, looking to just give a little extra help to the outside for the for the tackle and just kind of set him back into back into place. Hold. Right. Yeah. Listen, his mind mindset's not right right now. I can tell you that. Like, I think every offensive lineman, and I, I think I heard Grunhart talk about like you hold every play. They yeah. hold a lot. If if you, I just I'm, what, I hate his voice. They hold um, a lot. Just he's so the miserable. Do they they sound like they sound so miserable all the time. But yeah, I mean, if your hands are inside and your feet keep moving, like they're not going to call it. Like it's just that's the way the game is, and and. Like get over it. Like is figure it, out a way to beat it. Is it just me? Is there's a, I mean between the two, there's a lot of complaining going on. It holds a lot. Yeah, you got to stop, Jake. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got something else for you that you're gonna beg him to stop. Oh, uh, oh good. We'll, we'll let you finish this thought, and then we'll. What, 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 the, the, the boasting, the complaining. Yeah, no, no. Hey, just listen. It's not a. You're already kind of putting yourself on a. a, 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 a the wrong foot with with having that in your mindset like oh they're gonna hold like the refs need to call it like it's listen it's the game of football like figure out a way to beat it how about when the owner is still talking about him being held four years ago like that's 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 the mindset yeah i mean that's just i mean i've heard a lot of things come out of that camp this week it's just not like it's not business i mean what about northern california is wine country oh there it is you know it's a lot of sour grapes so what what about no no rim shots for any of that what about the the complaining about the the practice field, 
it's too spongy, it's too soft. And then other people, oh, the NFL wants the Chiefs to win because they're using the Raiders' practice facility. Well, last year. Every year, yeah, it's, it's the alternates. NFL alternates in whatever division is the home stadium that team gets their facilities. The uh, Chiefs last last year were in Arizona State. Right now, granted, I was I've been to Arizona State and I used to practice there. They have great facilities, but it's still like that's just what it is. I mean, the year we would have played in Tampa, Tampa would have had their own facility, and we would have found some college, probably South Florida or something, right. to go to be at. I don't know what it would have been, but that's just how they do it in the NFL. And get over it. But just it. To start the week, I just thought that was such a loud statement. I mean, I remember Nick Bosa getting held on third long <laughs> and that not getting called. Uh, uh, yeah, there's but, a lot of things that we can go back to right. and talk about with not getting called. But, but I mean, just as an example, as, as this story is coming out about them complaining about the practice field, the story comes out that the Chiefs are out in the rain practicing in pads. Yeah. It's like one team is this. We're gonna we're gonna work, yeah. The other teams we're gonna we're gonna complain. Yeah, I mean, I listen. It's it's a direct reflection from Coach Reed. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna grind, and, and those guys know that, and they've been they've been grinding for almost six months now. And we just get you know you're gonna get through it, and and hopefully the the uh, the end result is is what you want, and, and you're holding the Lombardi Trophy on the stage after the game. Okay, so we were uh, looking forward to playing this for you and getting your reaction uh, to this. We already heard Andy Reid talking about it and Mahomes and and uh, Matt Nagy, but this is James Palmer's report. It oh, came yeah. out yesterday about Eric Bieniemy, guy. your guy paying the Chiefs a little visit before the AFC Championship game. That old friend, Andrew, is Eric Bieniemy, who was the offensive coordinator with the Washington Commanders, remember, this past season, left the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, the night before the AFC title game in Baltimore, I'm, my understanding is he drove up, went to the team hotel, met with the offensive side of the ball. Now, there was a play, I was told, up that they were going over. And Eric Bieniemy went up. It was an old play. Kind of went through the install with the offense for old time's sake with the entire group. And Patrick Mahomes told us that there were kind of some chill bumps with guys in that room with Eric Bieniemy back in front of them. He said it's just you can feel him and feel his presence when he's in a room. And I had a long conversation with Marquez Valdez-Scantling about EB, and he told me, you know, last year, you know, maybe at times you kind of tuned him out a little bit. All the yelling. He yells at everybody from Andy Reid down to the janitor. But when he was back in that that room that night, I kind of got the feeling that I, I missed it, and I took it maybe for granted. And I bring this all up because remember the issues that this Chiefs team had at points of this season, whether they were pre-snap penalties, whether they were alignment issues. And I had a number of people late in the season in the building, Andrew, tell me that their thought is if EB was with this team, some of those things, that attention to detail type of stuff, wouldn't happen. So having him maybe back in the building before the AFC Championship game, maybe a little bit of a restart, a little bit of a of what he always brought, and maybe fine-tuned a couple things helping out this team as they head out into the Super Bowl. First of all, how many times have we discussed that I this mean, I'm year? just late, that late in the season. I mean, geez, I could have told you that after right. week three. You, you, did, you did tell yeah. us that <laughs> after week three. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, it's. I'm not surprised. Coach always has, you know, ex-coaches, ex-players come in and talk to the team and and uh, get their opinion on stuff, and and uh, he he I can 
I can tell you right now it was a very animated and passionate speech or install that he did um, for those guys, and, and I'm kind of jealous that I didn't get to see him. Isn't it cool, though? I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, he, he is awesome, and, and, and honestly, you know, you know he – and the thing is, it's like, yeah, he was with Washington, but I know for a fact he was keeping an eye on his guys and, and KC and, and wanting them and to do great and, and you know – from afar, still kind of really pulling for the Chiefs. And that's why I said, you know, people have this reluctance to give him credit, uh, and and they should, because number one, we saw that some of the things that they lacked early in the season that hopefully now it seems like they've got fixed, but there were so many things that he could take credit for, and and the personality that he had doesn't always mesh with everyone, but it seems to me that there are a lot of guys that recognize he got the best out of him. Yeah, I mean, right? listen, he, he said it in the interview, and I don't think it was as as far as yelling at Coach Reed and a janitor because he's not that guy. But, he, I mean, it's essentially saying he's holding Pat Mahomes accountable and holding the... 53rd guy on the team accountable like he doesn't care who you are and that's what makes EB great like he, there's no favoritism like he's going to hold you to the standards that he holds everyone else and that's just the way he rolls and, and if you understand that then you get that like listen this is just who he is and he's a great football coach and, and I'm still kind of mad that he hasn't got a job somewhere uh, to be a head coach just because I, I want to uh, I want to see what he does I heard the phrase that uh, I said this earlier this morning, the phrase that uh, coaching is getting people to do something they don't want to do so that they can become who they want to become. And it seems like that's – is that a good description of Eric Bieniemy right there? Yeah. Yeah, no, he, I mean, he sees he, – he, listen, you're in the NFL, so everyone's great. Right. And and he wants us to be great, and we strive for per- perfection. And that's what it was one of his sayings is like, strive for perfection. You're never going to get there, but if we're all trying to get there, we'll be great. And uh, it was just one of those things where he, he was always – it was never uh, – he was never knocking you for stuff that, like, if you didn't understand or comprehend it. It was the the God-given ability to work with second effort. Like, that's – there's no there's no skill level behind that. Right. There, it's, it's if you want it, you work. If you want to run to the ball, you run to the ball. Like, it's not something that you have to be the fastest guy. Like, yeah, I wasn't the fastest guy, but I was trying to catch. I mean, there's a clip out there that I was trying to catch Tyreek. Like, that wasn't going to happen. I mean, I gave it a good, you know, two, three steps with him, but then I fell off. Um, but, yeah, it's just one of those things where, like, I always, you know, I I understood what he was going with, and and, and I was always wanted to be that guy to recover that fumble if someone fumbled downfield. To, to because save you were the with team the play, with because I was running with yeah. the play or being there or or, or blocking downfield, whatever it is, to, to spring those guys for a touchdown or be there to save the drive or something, whatever it was. That was my whole mindset after after the block. Okay, speaking of mindsets, Thursday before the Super Bowl, are you just are you just like? Let's get the game here. I'm over. Yep. I'm over all this. Come on. Yeah. Like how, so how how difficult? It's a slow these, burn. You got to Coach Reed would always say it's got slow burn. Yeah. Boys, you can have it in you. Just have it deep down, and just let it simmer. But don't don't get too excited too early. But just let it simmer, and and, and wait for that kickoff. Uh, you know it's tough. I mean it's. But at this point, you're. I mean you're ready. Let's 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 yeah, go. Yeah. I mean, listen. You you had to buy. 
you, you practiced during the bye, but you had that bye, and uh, now you're like, all right, well, there's nothing new getting put in. Like let's let's roll because you just your body's on that timing where it's like you have your base install, you have your third down and short yards goal line install, you have your red zone install, and then a, a base overview on Friday, and then you have the walkthrough on Saturday. Well, you've already kind of had that, so now your body's like, all right, well, what are we? doing now like we let's go let's roll we, we've got this thing fine-tuned defensive guys have studied more film than they've ever possibly thought they were going to and uh and they're gonna just yeah they're gonna go out there and it's gonna be a great display of of execution and 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 work that they've put in through the whole year but yeah i mean this is this is your goal and and for those young guys like i mean how many times did you guys grow up in the backyard winning the super bowl Right. I mean, playing in whatever game, you know, winning the World Series, winning the NBA champion, like whatever whatever sport you were playing, this is the goal when you were a kid. And now all these guys have it this close is is pretty fun. All right, before we uh, before we break, what do you think about Nate Bucati again uh, making a bet with Shane Summers back in traffic for the K- oh, I, KUK State game? You know, I heard. I, I just I was actually going to ask him what teams did did we get. For the World Cup, like, did they say that yet? I don't have any comments. Yeah, 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 I know, I know, can't, but you know, you're going to keep pressing it. Well, yeah, you, I heard you, that what was. Think of that. Um, he, he jumps on one. The, we, I appreciate the bet, right? Because no one really wanted to listen to soccer this week. Um, but, but he made that bet thinking Kansas was going to win. He's confident. He's not giving up four listen, days of talking can't, soccer. Listen, Kansas is that. a great basketball team. I mean, they're they're, uh, and again, in Manhattan is a tough place to play, and and. Tang's got those guys. They look great at times, and then other times you're like, "What are we? What are they doing?" Um, yeah, I mean, it was. It, it's a. He was confident. I, I don't know why. You I know, believe he, I said that I thought the game was a pick. Well, I, I, I believe you're wrong, but but I, I'm willing to make bets for the I betterment of the show. Read off some Super Bowl soccer prop bets, and his head almost exploded because he couldn't answer any of the questions. Anything else? Yeah, or it just he just you know. Look at him. He's upset. He's really sure he there's, there's like a, he, he might actually know. It was funny. So originally when I heard mad. originally when I heard him I someone was like, Oh I, he can't talk soccer and I was like, Oh, He's maybe dead. they told him like he can't talk about the soccer maybe he has inside information mm-hmm. with the World Cup. Maybe he knows right. who's coming to town. And if he says anything it, about soccer, it adds a week to the punishment. It adds a week. I just so he do better they, be real careful. Can someone beside? I really I'm trying need, so hard because I want to be like, oh well, good. Actually, uh, no, uh, my yeah, yeah. So you go did. <laughs> I started the word, but I didn't say. Go it. ahead. No, but no. Like, tell tell him. What teams do like? Does Kansas City uh, have a comment? Go ahead, tell them. Is it out there? Your guy. Is it out there? The teams are not. No. Okay. They, they have. They have. Group stages, and they actually have two knockout rounds, a 32 and then a quarter. Yeah, well, what's the group stage that we got? We, they don't know yet. They don't, they don't when, have will, when will they, that be revealed? Well, ask Nate. Hey, when will that no. be revealed? Yeah, any information? Is it like a selection show? Did you say do something. they do a selection show? Right in your wheelhouse, buddy. <laughs> Boy, is it. <laughs> do, they, do they do a selection show? I have no comment. I mean, I, you know. <laughs> Give us a nonverbal. <laughs> this guy looks like he's trying to hold a poop or Damn something. Damn it, Kevin McCullough, why couldn't you make a free throw? <laughs> That's exactly right. All right, we'll take yeah, a break. Blame the kid. I'm just kidding. We're gonna take he's a, a good player. When we come back, uh, we're going to play one more player interview that uh, the sausage Anthony Sherman will absolutely love. Uh, and we'll play a little. Uh, I mean, if there's one thing too. that people love 
more than me talking about the sport you won't let me mention. Right. It's me conducting fantastic interviews with Chiefs players right, right. before big games. Oh, you're going to be in for a treat next, right after this on Sports Radio 810 WHB. All right, welcome back to the show. Let's play a little clip from Dave Tobe. First, as uh, Todd Lebo was asking Dave Tobe about Anthony Sherman and Gary Dieter. I'm going to ask you one for our guys back at the station. Derek Dieter and Anthony Sherman come on our station every Thursday morning. I know they were some of your guys. Sherman was a four-teamer, right? Did he do everything? He did everything. Give me something nice and something mean about those guys. <laughs> I love them both. So it's, it's going to be hard for me to pick something bad, something nice, something nasty. Uh, those guys are the best. I mean, I, I love those guys. They were uh, great workers, you know, and, and students of the game. And, uh, very coachable, both of them. Uh, I love them to death. I don't have anything negative to say about these guys, unfortunately. Nothing at all? I'm trying. I, they'll cut this off. I, I, know, I, know, I like them both, too. They're super nice guys. I know this. I know Dieter thinks he's some kind of a pickleball player now. So, yes. I mean, I don't know how good he is. but Well, he uh, says he could, like, make the majors and hit a major league fastball, play pickleball. He could do it all. He's I mean, an athlete. You know, I, mean, I heard he wants to get into coaching now, too. So, hey, yeah. you never know. There you go. Get him in there. Get him working, right? <laughs> yeah. Thanks, both coach. great guys. Yep. Thank, thank you. Boy, Lebo sure wanted him to say something bad, didn't he? Kept digging. Yeah, no, he always does. I mean, he's always trying to get something to, to you know, for click clicks. No, Tobe's awesome. I mean, I loved, I loved Tobe my, you know, eight years here. Um, he's a great coach. Uh, he he understands. I mean, the thing is, listen, like the special teams coach is a little bit different than the other, other uh Coaches, I mean, you like offensive coaches. You only deal with the offensive players, like so you know, you know, offensively what those guys bring to the table. Defense coaches, defense, and special teams gets everyone. Like they have a, it's a mixing pot of every player on the team that's kind of available besides maybe two or three, and you have to figure out ways to utilize their skill sets in a way that is going to benefit the team. So it's a, it's a tricky position, and uh, he's he's the one that guy that deals with both sides of the ball. And uh, I think possibly that's why um, Harbaugh was, has been a great great head coach because he, he started as a special teams coach, and, and one of those things is you, you, know, you deal with everyone on the team. It's not just one side of the ball. All right, let's uh, play one more. Interview. This was uh, speaking of special teams, right? Yeah, yeah. This is. Uh, I've heard this. I mean, we can play it again. Oh, I, we can play. We can yeah, play. It we're gonna, we're gonna, more yeah, play it again. It's only you know <laughs> right. five seconds. Let's uh, let's listen to uh, Nate chatting with Kadarius Tony yesterday. All right, thanks for the time, man. Hey, congratulations on getting back to the Super Bowl. First of all, everybody wants to know how you're feeling right now uh, as you try to get ready for this game. I'm good. You uh, you back in practice full time and full go and all that? Uh, yeah. All right. So, how excited are you for the chance to get to get on the field again, especially knowing what you went through last year? I'm good. All right, man. Well, good luck on Sunday. We appreciate it. Yeah. A lot to unpack there. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, a really great what's, interview. Uh, what's your reaction um, honestly, to those comments? When I heard it earlier, I thought you guys opened the phone lines, <laughs> and it was a it was a joke. Yeah. Like it sounded <laughs> like it was a joke. It was one you know you guys are playing each other. <laughs> One's on the phone. You know you guys are you know talking to Jake, and yeah. and he's just like, yeah, I'll be I'll be serious, you know. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I listen. Yeah. Uh, 
you represent the Chiefs and and your brand, and that's not a great look to have your hometown radio uh, try to ask you just very simple questions. Oh uh, yeah, and yeah, you give a oh yeah. I, I do. I do think that now uh, we can take away the fact that uh, that he's good. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like he's on the practice field and, and he's been practicing and uh, his, his body feels right and his, his head his head's right. So, yeah, it sounds Buster, great. He was asked if he was excited about being out there, and he said, I'm good. Hey, are you excited? How I'm excited good. are you? Would yeah, you, how excited uh, are you? Would I'm you, good. Would you have him active, Anthony, on Sunday? I wouldn't even have had him on the trip. Okay, I've right. already told you guys that. Right, I would have caught him last week. Well... <laughs> I would have caught him last week. What are you saying here? <laughs> would you be stunned if he is active? I just don't, well, hold on. I'm going back. I, I, I got. I got to say, uh, Ward. What, what are we talking about? What's What's better in San Francisco? San Francisco. The 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 town stinks. Yeah. The state all stinks. Ward. Yeah. The taxes stink. Like what? What are we talking about? All here? of it. All of it. it all stinks. Uh, yeah, can, I don't. You can you can rob and loot in California. Wow. Yeah, you can. Cool. Yeah, you can I mean, get away with it. That's true. Under six hundred bucks, they ain't gonna arrest you. That's true. That's true. <laughs> this guy's always you're got right. a fresh take, doesn't he? <laughs> no, <laughs> Jake, Jake, you're right. You know, I listen. I, I don't. I, listen, you, you're, you're, you're trying to. You know, the thing is, you're trying to stir the pot with, with an answer like that. It's a simple. You know, hey, I had a great time in Kansas City. We we won a Super Bowl in Kansas City. It was. Uh, it was a great place. Um, I'm having fun. I really enjoy my new my new situation. That could have been his answer right there, and it would no one would have had like. But you you say that, I want to swear. You say that stuff, yeah. and uh, it, it just it irritates me because you know he had a good time here. He just he just can't admit it, and uh, I think another that's another. Yeah, just another bulletin board uh, material to put on there during the week. It's also probably tough for him to look at the defensive backs that the Chiefs have now and realize they're all better than him. Wow, I like I mean, it. Yeah, and they get fired up. And he's he's good. Wow. He's a good player, but that's 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 yeah, hard. That's, come on now, <laughs> he's a good player. He's a great but come player. On. He could be all pro, but like, would you take him over Snead or McDuffie? No, no. no. I mean, come on. How about when he said that? Uh, you know. Might go out and get turned up the first night or two in Vegas, but then he's being honest there. He was being honest there. Uh, yeah, listen, it is what it is. I just got, I had to get that off my chest. Yeah. I, I just don't. I don't like it. Yeah. Well, he'll he'll, he'll he'll see another reason why Kansas City's better on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's your what's your level of confidence in the Chiefs in this specific uh, matchup against the Niners? Levels are high. Confidence levels are high right now. Um, honestly, I've been telling you know, people off air for for the last couple of weeks is that uh, Buffalo and Baltimore, I, I thought were going to be tough, tough games for them to win. Um, I thought they could do it, but I, I said you know th- that was those were going to be the uh, the real show right there. I, I, I don't I don't know if. The 49ers have enough in the tank to come out and and uh, really. I mean, look at look at some of the games that they've played against really good teams. The 49ers, like they, they haven't really showed up. The they, Ravens did to them. Yeah, and it's just it's just one of those things where I think the Chiefs will. The Chiefs are going to be ready. The Chiefs are going to hear. Um, they're going to you know they're taking they're they're underdogs, but they're going to take that mentality like no one had any faith in them all year, which. Yeah, at times it, it wasn't it wasn't looking good, but uh, they they turned it around when it needed to, and, and they're playing their best ball. And I just think that the, the AFC 
the teams that they had to run through were, uh, I think, a tougher, especially on the road, a tougher opponent than the 49ers. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, he agrees. I think we could just keep – got to keep that one. Just, that, <laughs> oh, that's, oh, yeah. That yeah. is going to be that forever is, is answers. Yep. Yeah. We, hey, I we got know, it holstered for – We know we know Kadarius Tony's good. We don't know if Gary Dieter's good. That's the problem. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, he just, just oh, responded here. Oh, yeah. Oh, at, at 8.59. With, huh? with, wow. with, yeah. with a, with right. a uh, cuss word – Oh, cuss word. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, so I, can, I can guarantee. Oh, F-bomb. Fine's yeah. double. He, uh, he just woke up. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. It, he, he didn't realize. It. Wait, it's an hour? Two, <laughs> two hours. Two hours. Two hour difference. So, yeah, it's early for him. I let him know there'll be fines. Yeah, there'll be consequences for your actions, Gierig. Um well. But, hey, listen, if you're not if you're not doing anything, go find Lebo. Maybe play a little pickleball out there. Yeah. Um, maybe go do some interviews. That would be fun to have a, a guy... Yeah, that uh, is on Radio Row that dudes know, or yep. you know, down in that area. Yeah, we'll see. I said uh, there will be fines and consequences for actions. That's uh, the sausage, Anthony Sherman. One guy we thanks, can depend thanks on. Thanks for showing up. Hey, thanks. no problem. Yeah, Appreciate we know you. we count on you. That's right. We'll uh, be right back after this uh, with Adam Kaplan on WHB.